Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast, hosted by yours truly. It's Joshua Vergara. What's going on, everybody? All right, we are back with another episode for you guys, and this time we tried something a little bit different. First of all, I don't want to bury the lead. Jaime Rivera returns, and he gives us some thoughts from his particular situation back in Honduras, back in Latin America, uh, where he is, of course, locked down like the rest of us. Uh, so he hasn't been able to really uh, get on top of some of the devices that have been coming in. That's going to be a little bit more my job over the next week or so. So you're going to see more reviews coming out from me on the Pocket Now channel over on YouTube. But Jaime is still doing the Pocket Now daily, of course, and he gives us some thoughts on the ways that he works from home. After that, though, we obviously have to talk about some of the tech news. We do talk about the Huawei P40, the P40 Pro, the P40 Pro Plus. Uh, and in case you haven't been following the news, the P40 Pro Plus is the one that achieves that 100 times zoom. Uh, the P40 Pro, however, is what is meant to go out to all of the main reviewers, and that's what we're going to end up reviewing at Pocket Now. Uh, so you can look forward to our thoughts on that particular phone once I get my hands on that review unit. And then the thing we did a little bit differently in this one is we were actually recording the episode live on IG Live, on Instagram Live. That way we were able to do a Q&A session a little bit later on in the episode uh, as our final segment. This is something that we're probably going to do more often than not at this point, uh, because now that we have mainly the audio version of the podcast as our main platform, our main format for this show, what we end up doing usually is having a one-on-one -on -one call on something like Skype or Google Duo. Uh, but IG Live works just as well for that. And and it has a live audience so we're bringing back a live version of the podcast like many of you have been hoping for but it's going to be on instagram live now we are going to try and get those particular lives uh downloaded down that way we can put it up on mainly igtv so you really want to head over to the instagram profile for pocket now it is of course at pocket now and follow that if you have been looking for a video version of the podcast to return this is the closest thing that we're going to do for it and in this social distancing era that we're in right now it's probably the best way for us to connect with one another and it's easy because we get to have you on there as well so look forward to the q a segment a little bit later in the episode but for now let's go ahead and get into this discussion that i had great conversation of course with jaime rivera so i actually wanted to start off you talked a little bit about getting back to honduras and um you know, spending time with your family. I'm doing the same thing. My parents are older, but also slightly immunocompromised. So of course, I want to take care of them as well. I'm technically immunocompromised because I have diabetes. So you know, we, we all have to be very careful. Um, yeah, we do. But yes, this whole work from home thing, I've been talking to a bunch of people about what it's like going, like having to lock in and work from home. But we are kind of, this is our life. This is our life. <laughs> I've like, I, it's funny, because I, uh, I've always, like, when you see those, like, work from home best practices, like, have a room for it, which is hilarious when you ask somebody somebody in New York to do that. I'm like, seriously? Like, you, you barely have space for a bathroom in those apartments in New York. And you're, it's like, yeah, we've got a three-bedroom, one-bath. I'm like, how does that work? One mm -hmm. bathroom? Like, seriously? Like, New York, rent, New York rentals are the worst? And so, no. But I've always had that. Like, I remember starting to work from home in 2011. That was my, the, the beginning for me. And I, the first year, I hated it, Josh. I hated it. I hated it with passion. I think I fell into depression. 
I I remember I, I remember I was married back then, and so my ex wife would would like come in at like four uh, like at five p.m. from work, and I would be like, "Let's go out," and she would be like, "I just came from outside," <laughs> and, and and she's like, "Why do I want to go back out?" And I've been I've been locked in here, and so obviously you know in Latin America you do get a couple of perks because life here is so inexpensive. So I, I'd have a maid, and I had two chihuahuas, and so those are the only beings i would speak to the maid and the two chihuahuas that and so i was used to coming from an environment where i had two assist two assistants four supervisors and back then i'd had like i had 23 people under my command and i would you know connect with so many people and so for me to start working from home was so bad mm. it was so bad and it was at a time when nobody worked from home and so everybody just thought that i was unemployed and so every single time that I would tell people what I would do, YouTube wasn't popular in 2011. Yeah. And so everybody, everybody was like, what the heck does this guy do? He's just unemployed and he doesn't want to admit that he doesn't have a job. <laughs> like it was unheard of for anybody to be working from home. And I had to deal with that. I remember I would go to coffee shops back then be, just to be to see people, just to see humans. Uh, but then, you know, over time, you, uh, all right, so rule of thumb. Once you start getting used to working in your underwear, you're you're all set. You're an expert at working from home. <laughs> President company excluded. Let me just put that out there real quick. <laughs> but you know what? This is a house shirt, I will say. I've I've and you know what? Like everyone's kind of talking about how that we've we're coming up on two weeks of quarantine in the US. Everyone you can tell because everyone's hair is nuts. <laughs> <And> <laughs> But yeah, so like what kind of tips do you have for people who are learning to work from home? Because I think that's the most important information for a lot of people out there right now. So the biggest problem, and, and I'm, I'm not going to say this, uh, this is actually, see, my QuickTime recording just halted. Oh, interesting. B-roll, I'm just going to call it podcast one and start recording a podcast two. Okay. Oh, recording shout out to TK. And TK and Brandon just came in. Yo, 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 gentlemen. And so, okay, tips for people that are working from home. So we have a problem. When we started working from home, very few people, other people were working from home. And so everybody else is working while you're home, working. So you really wouldn't, uh, people wouldn't interrupt you, I guess is the best way to say it. Yeah. Uh, I feel that we're very fortunate in those people that are working from home uh, that have been used to or that are able to or that their companies allow it. I do believe that they're very fortunate uh, to be able to do so. I have a lot of friends who are worried about losing their jobs yeah. because, you know, there's only so much sustainability that a company can do under these circumstances where we're blessed to be in an industry where, you know, it doesn't matter if, if like people are still consuming content, which is beautiful. It's literally what keeps us creating content, but that's not the, the, the situation for everybody. And so here's the problem. There are a lot of us that are being able to work from home, and then there are a lot of people that are not. And so my advice is don't respond to text messaging. Like, don't. Like, literally, we're, we, we use a separate app that's not WhatsApp uh, for our inner communications, and that's helped us be complete. Like, like, I literally mute every other chat service because a lot of my friends are right now, and what are you doing? And and how's your day going? And I'm like I'm I, I'm busier now than ever. Like I can't chat. Or like my sister, for example, is like, "How's your day going?" And I'm like, I can't talk right now. Yeah, 
I can't sure. talk. I'm filming something. I'm working on this. Like I'm, fi- I'm fi- like I'm crazy busy today. I, I I haven't stopped since 8 a.m. I have not stopped moving around. And so for us, we're we're blessed. Yo, Mark Sinclair. Hello, buddy. Good to see you. I was just you, about man. to say, yeah, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we are blessed to be used to this. But you know, for people that are not, the first tip that I can give you is focus on work. Right now, uh, you know, companies need as much support as we workers can provide, and being as professional as we can be, even in the situation, because obviously, companies that are not designed for this are going to go through a struggle. It's just the reality. That's just the way it is. And so the better you can do your job, the more committed you can be to work, the better. And so, you know, do as many best practices as you can. Just seclude yourself as much as you can in a separate room or whatever. And just focus on getting your work done. You know, for those people that have kids, I'm, you know, I have my kids. They're just not with me. Uh, I wish I would have my kids. But my kids, I raised them since they were one. (laughs) for me to work from home. So whenever I go to Guatemala where my younger kids are, or they or whenever I'm with Diego who now works with us, mm-hmm. um, he edits the daily, for example, we have the I have the benefit that that uh, Diego will, you know, he already knows and he he's in his thing, I'm in my thing. And then Andres and Sofia, my younger kids, they already know that I'm working. So they, you know, they read their books. They love reading, which I love. Oh, or Andres, some, uh, yeah, Andres sometimes is in a switch. Uh, Sofia sometimes is playing, you know, with, with other things. We like to do board games and stuff like that. And so I'll take breaks every now and then. But they know that while I'm working, I'm working. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I'm going to record an A-roll clip, they know that they have to be quiet. You know, sometimes we just need to talk to our kids and be like, you know, uh, I'm going to need as much patience as you can. This is, you should be in school. I should be in the office. We're both here, but we need to, you need to do your homework. I need to do my stuff. So how about if we figure this out, you know? Yeah, indeed. You know, and, um, and so in my case, it started with a talk. I had to talk to my kids and be like, if you guys want to do anything, it starts with me finishing work. Let me finish this. Let me just get it off my system. The quicker I finish, the earlier I'm going to be with you guys. And they're like, okay, cool. All right. Boom. Yeah. Actually adding in those boundaries. And of course, good communication is key in that yeah, case. Communication way, is everything. Indeed. Uh, by the way, shouts out to Diego, by the way. Like, okay, so I, I say this a lot, and I know that Jaime is sick of me saying this, but he's always such an inspiration for all of us creators in terms of actually like getting down to work on a daily basis. It's literally oh, called yeah. the Pocket Now Daily, and he's able to, and you are able to get it done on the daily. And no, it's, I, you know, you know, the other day he was like, he was like, uh, you know, I was like, dude, you're doing such a great job. And he's like, well, no, it's my job. And I'm like, well, here's the thing. When I was your age, I wasn't like that. I wasn't like it wasn't until I got like a real, real job in like an airline that I was just so happy to get the job that I took it seriously. But I remember when I was working for my dad uh, before that, and I just didn't take the job seriously, and I wouldn't commit, and I wouldn't do things. And so um, I remember, like, I think back to it now, and I'm like, it's a choice. It's a choice to be professional. It's a choice to eat, regardless of your home or in your, you're in your college dorm or you're, hey, much love from San Pedro Sula. I just came back from there, buddy. <laughs> I lived in San Pedro for seven years. Uh, uh, by the way, love it there. Uh, that's why I learned to run, by the way. Um, oh. But yeah, no, I, um, I'm, I'm, so I told Diego, I'm, I, I praise you for being professional about it because it's not easy for you to choose to focus on work. Not everybody does that. Yeah, indeed. Do you have do you have certain let's say 
I'll use the words routines, rituals, and habits that you would say really put you in the right space to be able to work for those. Let's say eight. I'll say eight hours. I don't know how long you you. No, slot it's out. worse. It, it it all depends. Like the biggest problem with working from home is many people don't have. You don't know when to stop, and that's a yes. mistake. Mm-hmm. That's a mistake. And so what I would do is I would I would force myself to do gym classes, which you can't do now, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I would force myself to do like the 5 p.m. spinning class and then I would go to like the 6 a.m. weights class. And because I was forced to do those things, I would have to go to bed early to be able to go to that weights class and perform. And I would would force myself to finish by 4.30 to make that spinning class. And so I would focus on just getting my job done within those periods of time. Mm. So, you know, that's that. That's that's just me. Mm-hmm. Like that's right just my now? biggest takeaway right now is that like with with all of this with with being forced to just be in one place all the time, I have far less excuses to work, and yet still <laughs> now now that that's gone, I'm realizing yeah, I'm not that I don't have as much of a routine as I thought I did. I definitely do wake up in the morning and go, what do I want to do today? Let's wing it, and that's that's worked in some ways, but it's definitely not working in some other ways. So I'm just to put it out there to everybody, like you know, we're not even trying to speak as the end all be all experts when it comes to all of this. Because take no. me as an example, I I am trying. Like I'm the kind of guy who will always um, over promise, <laughs> and I'm always saying yes to everything and trying to do everything no, in but, one day. But and I'm I'm terrible. But I, at I, I think we're all like that. I think that there's no, there's no better, there's no correct way to do this. And I think that mm-hmm. we just need to get into a specific groove. Mine is literally, and I suck at it because, um, you know, because of what we do, the biggest problem is what we do is inspirational. Um, to do a really good video, you need inspiration. You need, you know, things that really excite you about whatever it is that you're doing. It can't feel like a job. And so if you don't feel inspired by, by what you're doing, then that's problem number one. Um, and so problem number two is, you know, again, do you have work ethic or not? I had the advantage that I worked in, in, in a regular job for 15 years. And so I was used to going to the office. I was used to coming back. I was used to having deadlines. And so all I do is just replicate that here. But mm. still, you know, sometimes, you know, people have writer's block, you know, writers have writer's block. I have video block. Like mm-hmm. sometimes... Sometimes I really want to be creative about a specific kind of video and then I can't figure out a way to like do it and then I end up just doing uh I end up just doing something similar to something else just to get it done because I've spent too much time going around how to approach the damn comparison that I want to do because it's just yeah. so complicated and so that usually happens and so you know my one of my to a certain degree, one of my advantages, which is a disadvantage, is I like daylight. I like to record in daylight mm. uh, because I don't like... It's very difficult to balance a camera, particularly Micro Four Thirds lenses. They struggle a lot with moray. Like if you use like, a, you know, Philips Hue lights and everything, they will moray sometimes depending on the shutter speed. And sometimes you want that added shutter speed to create those slow pans. And so the only way to avoid that problem is to record in daylight. And so it's because of that that I am forced to do things in daylight and that's just what I do, you know? And and so I know, and so that's one of the main reasons why in my watch I have sunset and sunrise set. And so I will literally just force myself to record all my clips before sunset. I like that. That's a really good idea to, to remind yourself when the optimal conditions are no longer optimal. 
Like that's really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I can't record at night. And then this apartment here in Honduras, like my apartment in New York is is like better conditioned. And then the studio obviously is better conditioned for video. I never really conditioned this for video because I have an office in my in my father's building here. Um, but I can't go to it now, so now I have to figure out how to condition this place. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, cool. Well, some tips out there for everybody um, working from home. Let us know, especially a little bit later when we do the Q&A session. Let us know if you have any questions about stuff like that. Uh, for the audio version of the podcast, we're going to take a short break, uh, a little bit of a musical interlude into our next segment. Um, okay, so obviously we have to talk a little bit about one of the main things that happened this week. Um, what, what's interesting about our lives right now, despite the quarantines and the lockdowns and whatnot, is that the tech world does find ways of keeping going. Like, it's still happening. Yeah. yeah. Um, so even if it's going to be digital, online, live streaming, all that stuff, one of the main players was able to do that this week, and that's, of course, Huawei. We got to talk about all of Huawei's announcements. Um, did you watch the keynote? Um, cause I don't know what the, yeah, see, it was too early. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, come on, man. I'm a, you're in Pacific. I'm currently in central. Like I am right now. It's 3.55 PM. It's 2.55 for you. It's like, no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was <laughs> no. like 6 AM for me or something like that. And I was like, I'm not going to wake up just for that. Um, no, and no, and it's not just, just for that. Like the good thing is we've got the European team. Anton was already covering and we had all the information we needed. So we had already prepared everything in advance. Mm -hmm. um but yeah no i was like no <laughs> so there are there were a lot of other things aside from phones that were announced and there are a couple of there's actually one in particular that i wanted to put out there um i think huawei's finally going to get closer and closer to the gentle monster glasses coming out and i know that i have some content coming up over on my channel about how this right here this area is still unused real estate we have so many wearables. I'm wearing a Xiaomi watch, uh, watch right now. Dude, like, yeah, but the, this is like that That when they asked Bill Gates about his vision. about He's like, there's a screen in every room. And then they're like, well, is there a room that's not going to have a screen? And he's like, yeah, right, the bathroom. I'm like, <laughs> all right, I, you know, I, do we need, uh, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that having glasses in augmented reality is a bad idea. Mm. Um, I remember when they implemented, and I'm, I'm going to make my typical airline references. I remember when they implemented heads-up displays on the 737-800 a long time ago. This was 1998, I think. It, no, 2002, 2000, no, 2004. And so I love the whole concept of a heads-up display. I love the whole, I wish cars had it. I wish mm. cars had like a heads-up display on the glass and you don't have to be looking at the dashboard. And so I find so many good case scenarios for having a heads-up display on your glasses. I just, uh, I can live without it, like, yeah. you know? And you can say the same thing about watches, honestly, for, for to an extent. You can say the same Depen thing. You don't really depends, need a on, depends on the phone. If you're carrying this, you need a smartwatch. Fair. That's you need fair. a smartwatch. <laughs> Here's uh oh, yeah, mine's over here, by the way. Got that got that teardown skin on it. Um, but yeah. The... Oh, my God. So, my dude, my teardown skins arrived, and I packed my bag, and I forgot them. Oh, no. <laughs> I forgot okay. them. I was, I was like, no, no. I adore this thing no. because, dude, dude, because they sent me the teardown skins for the MacBook Pro, and oh. I really wanted to see the face on the TSA guys when I put that computer backwards. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man. But but yeah. But but they said I think that they weren't ready, and so they didn't have the cutouts for the little legs uh, on the MacBook Pro, and so oh. I couldn't use them. And so I couldn't use them, and so I was like, no, no, this was going to be such a nice moment. I was going to really enjoy this, but anyways, oh well. No, but D-Brand really, really killed it with those skins, man. I love it, man. Zach, that was such a good idea, man. Yeah, this one's nice, especially on the Z Flip because it shows uh, the two different batteries. Um, I'm using the I'm using this leather case, dude. This I love. I still like that one. I wish I I wish I was able to grab one, but it's okay. I'm I'm happy with. I this just one. I'm I'm not I'm I'm still not used to doing this, but this is actually my daily driver. Same. I've I've been using it. It's that, and then whatever I'm reviewing, which uh, now we can get into what we'll end up reviewing. And apparently, according to Jaime, one is going to be on on its way to me. The P40, the P40 yeah. Pro, the P4, blah, 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 P40 Pro Plus. Uh, I know that the P40 Pro is the one that everybody t- like has right now, and there aren't too many differences between the Pro and the Plus, and the, the Pro and the Pro Plus. So I guess we'll focus mostly on the P40 Pro. I guess the main question here is like quick reactions, real quick, just to the phone itself from you. Just to the phone itself. That's a good way to clarify. By the way, Juan was like, "Why did you buy so many rolls of toilet paper instead of beer? <laughs> instead of beer, I bought I bought as many as I needed, and that was it. That was it." <laughs> But oh, so P40 Pro. Okay, so um, have you seen the size of that primary sensor? Yes, I've so, seen a picture. So we were we we no. So we were already celebrating the fact that the Ultra had the largest camera sensor on the primary, and now the you know the the P40 Pro. I don't know if it's the Plus or the Pro or yeah, both. It's a little confusing. They, they they so this is a one and one third, and that's a one and one two. One and one two eight is what I'm saying here, yeah. And it is fifty six megapixels instead of a hundred and eight. A hundred and yeah, hundred and eight it is, right? I think so it's a hundred and eight on that, but it's fifty actually on the P forty Pro. Right. And so fifty, which means it's less binning. And here's the thing, dude. I don't know if you've noticed this. I love the whole bragging concept of forty eight and forty and everything that you want. That's all fine. Mm-hmm. I have yet to see a camera that this pixel binning that performs any better than a camera that does not. It still comes down to the processing, right? So it still comes down the, to how that only, data is used. The only ex- exception, the only exception is Huawei phones because they were using the higher end Sony sensors. Mm. And, I, and I think that Huawei signed an exclusive or something with Sony because nobody else, if you look into those IMX specifications for, that, for those 40 megapixels ever since the P20 Pro, those have been exclusive to Huawei. No other phone has used them. Mm, okay. And and we and we know that they hired the team that used to do the Lumia 1020. And so literally they've had the know-how of the only other company that's done binning right since it was invented with the 1020. Mm, yeah, that's true. Because you remember you remember the Lumia 1020 would do pixel binning and then downsize it to 10 megapixels. Yes. Uh, and that's how they were created. So they this was the first phone that did it. Just think about how long it took companies to catch up to the dude the lumia 1020 is still ahead of its time than the p20 pro and then we learned that it was the same team and so i dude i have yet to meet a company that leaves me like wow with their whole pixel bidding and i'm not saying it's bad i'm not saying it's bad i'm just saying right now if i grab an iphone 11 pro an iphone 11 if i grab an iphone a 700 iphone 11 and i compare it to even the S20 Ultra, 
Mm. Yeah. It's a rough one. I did a comparison it, with the 11 Pro Max, and it was like, whoa. Like, obviously, it's definitely if you not leaps 10, and bounds, for sure. If you, if you zoom to 10x, obviously, you can't be physics. The Ultra wins. But if you do anything, dude, I just published the comparison versus the OnePlus 7T Pro. I'm sorry, I'm gonna, I'm about to clog the whole podcast. OnePlus 7T Pro 5G McLaren, and the podcast's over. Goodbye, everybody. Got that, <laughs> dude. I just, I just did a comparison, and anything up to 5x during the day, you can't tell a difference. You cannot tell a difference. It's not until you go into low light then the, that the 7T Pro, whatever, my 5G McLaren, it falls apart. Mm. That's where it falls apart. And so going back to the topic of Huawei, if there is one company that can get that sensor right, and now it's even bigger than it was before, is Huawei. So getting, getting got a little bit the know-how. Deep. True. And uh, you know, and I think that's something that we've always known ever since even like, I want to say the P20, maybe the Mate 20 in particular, the Mate 20 was when things started to really open up. Here's one thing yeah. that I need to ask you, and I think it would be useful for all of our viewers to, uh, and listeners to actually hear about this, because you have actually messed with this unique sensor that they're using the RYYB, or is it RYY? Yeah. It's RYYB, yeah. right? So. Yeah. I personally have not used it. I've seen camera samples, and I know that that extra Y sensor does allow in a little bit more of which light? I'm trying to remember which one it is. It's such a deep technical thing, but it helps a lot, it seems. Here's the thing. Like, if you... Okay, so it's it's literally night vision. It's like what you see on TV, dude. Like, I, I've... Here's... The problem is, it. you know, it, they claim that it's better than it really is. If you have a little light, you need some little light. You can't just walk into a completely dark room and take a photo and get something visible. It doesn't work that way. You need to walk into a room that has at least, like if you walk into the room, you need to leave the door behind you open. And if you do that, if you leave that door behind you open and you take a photo, dude, it is literally like night vision. It is crazy. But the problem is it's not like if the photo's usable. You're not really taking yeah. a photograph. You're just able to see in the dark. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to be a really greenish uh, result of a photo. It's not going to be what I would call amazing. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it can do that. Um, but it's, it's, like, it's literally like the S20 Ultra. Oh, you can take 100x photos no you can zoom in like if you were using binoculars and can barely see because it's so jaggy and there's little stabilization but yeah you can actually take like a depiction of whatever is the mole on that animal over there at the end and that's about <laughs> what it's going to do it's literally it's not a photo it's not a photo and neither is the result of this ryyb it's not mm. a photo you're going to use it's not yeah. something you're going to be like oh my god it's so dark here let me grab my p30 pro a p40 pro pa i'll take a photo and that's something instagrammable no it's not yeah, I, I, I keep thinking of like the analogous situations to it. Like when it comes to 100 times zoom, even 50 times zoom, I don't know anybody that would go out on, let's say, safari with one of those huge brown lenses and like take pictures and stuff and go, oh, I don't need this anymore. Where's my S20 Ultra? <laughs> like they're not going to do that. <laughs> no. So it's, no. Not going to, it's not going to achieve that. Um, so 
I'm sure the cameras are going to be pretty amazing. I mean, Huawei did a really great job. The last time I did something with it, I think was the P20 Pro. And I remember vlogging with that thing when we were in Germany and it was a fantastic camera. It did a really great job. There definitely, there's no, there's no denying that it's going to be a good experience. But speaking of experience, I think that one of the biggest questions around this release, especially since Huawei found a way to get this phone into more people's hands than they did with the last two phones, everyone's asking the same question. How could you possibly experience this phone without the Google support? Like, what All things right. do you have to to keep in mind? So, so, so I did this experiment because I really wanted that Mate 30 Pro. And so I did mm-hmm. a video about what it was like living with it. And it's actually a couple of questions that we have here on the q and I'm just yes. going to read a couple of them. Hello from Serbia. Hello, dude. How's everything? I was going to drive by Serbia once, and it ended up that I needed a visa, and that's the reason why I couldn't cross. Uh, but I was about to go to your country. Um, let me look into the... And then we have another question that's like, wait for the Sony Xperia 1. I'm oh. like, guys, you know what the biggest problem with Sony is? It's the fact that they... It's like if they license their best technology to other companies and they don't use it for themselves. So I'm not really expecting much from Sony. And by the way, every single person that uses a Sony camera, I bet even the Sony engineers hate their own software. So having that same software come to the Sony phones is not a benefit. It's nothing to brag about. I moved to Panasonic just because of how much the software sucked. That's Mm. how bad it is. All right, let's keep moving down. And so, okay, so here we got Dark Sin says, Huawei without Google support, worth it. All right, here's the thing. Um, so I did the Mate 30 Pro experiment. And the funny part is, depending on the region you're in, if you, and I would recommend that you switch countries in the, in the Huawei app gallery. Hmm. Depending on the region you're in, it'll actually, if you Google like WhatsApp, it'll give you like links to places where you can get the ROMs. Like, where you can get the APK, sorry. And so, you know, just like every single app that I wanted to use, I just got the APK. The problem is when you need Google Play services. Once you need those, you do need uh, the Google services framework. Like, here's the thing. You can't just download YouTube and expect it to work. It doesn't work that way. That's my number one. That's going to be the biggest hole in my usage, I feel like. (laughs) Right. So what do you do when you reach that problem? You go to XDA Developers, buddy, and you just install Google Play. Like, there are so many tutorials on how to do it. And so, all right. Would I be willing to get a P40 Pro? probably the P40 Pro Plus, would I be willing to get that P40 Pro if XDA would give me a way to install Google Play? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I that would. makes sense. I would. I would because, like, listen, you can give Huawei whatever. Like, I'm not going to get political about it. They, like, I would not be caught dead with one of their phones four or five years ago. Before P10, mm-hmm. I would never care about their phones. And then I use P10. Yeah. I was like, crap, this is good. And then I like I used, I remember then they came up with their Mate 10 Pro. This is even better. Mm-hmm. Then they came up with P20 Pro and I'm like, I'm sold. Like, shoot. Like whoever they hired, I don't know who, who like who they brought into their engineering team. Dude, their phones are good. Yeah, they are. Their phones are good. Their phones are really good. You know, props where props are due. If you're paying money, you're expecting to get the best, you know. Uh, the best experience out there. And here's the thing. If you buy a Pixel right now, probably now that Google launched their whole, they they seeded their update, the, how do they call those app updates? 
So you know that they're like seeding major updates now. They're by their second one. And so I actually pulled out my Pixel for comparison because now you can schedule night mode, the, the you know, the night mode. Now you can schedule a ton of things. It actually works better now than, than it did before. Mm. But, you know, I, I think that one company that is like really, really good about their software is Huawei. If only they had Google Play support. So if you can fix that with XDA developers, then what are you worried about? That's me. Yeah. It seems as if uh, Huawei might be the next wave of what we used to see with HTC. Remember all, like, all the rooting and the roaming that was going on with HTC? Like, you know, just that deep level of customization. You might be well, forced to it, do it with the Huawei. <laughs> I think it would be ideal for Huawei to embrace that as a company, if you think yeah. about it. Because, like, I, I don't know. I Like, I think that there were cases where at the beginning companies didn't want to support this. And then they realized that there was such a big following of people, enthusiastic people that really wanted to play with their phones. I mean, XDA Developers is the largest Android website in the world. And it mm -hmm. is for a reason. Like, it's just, there are so many people that are looking for solutions. Android phones are not perfect. iPhones are not perfect. And if I'm going to spend so much money for a phone, I want to be able to do whatever I want with it. And I love how when Android came out, they were like, yeah, no, but Android is free. And I'm like, you don't realize what free means. If you go buy your phone on, on T-Mobile right now, it's app locked. You're mm -hmm. not going to be able to unlock that damn thing. If you, if, you buy, if you buy a phone on AT&T right now, you can't even delete that bloatware. So what's so free about that? Oh, what did you get? What, 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 uh, this is the T Mobile version, and there's like 26 apps that are in my app drawer that will never get touched. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, man, it's so bad. It is so bad. And so, what's free about Android in that perspective? It's not. Yeah, indeed. Um, okay, I'm trying to think of any last things about the P40 Pro. But oh, one detail that I thought was pretty interesting, and I'm still trying to figure out what the science is behind this. Hopefully, Huawei will actually talk about it so we can actually get a little bit of insight. 27 watt wireless charging, dude. But that's the, crazy. I wonder if it's the problem. The problem is try to buy a sheep head that supports that. Yeah, exactly. You can probably only get up to so like right, 10. So right now, the S20. It's funny how the S20 Ultra has 15 watt, but you can't find the wireless pad that can do it. <laughs> Yeah, it has to be from um, Samsung, and they're not even selling it yet. And they're not even selling it yet. And and but then the coolest part is that reverse wireless charging, where the reverse wireless charging on on this Ultra is faster than what the iPhone can take can intake from a charging pad. Mm. Like the even the iPhone can charge as fast as the Ultra is able to push it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, I, so. what's funny is you did you say that I actually charged one of my friends, um, my, my brother's, my brother's fiance. Okay, there, fiance, not girlfriend. I was about to say girlfriend. But yeah, the I cousin charged. Of, the cousin of my friend of my, oh God, <laughs> like, that's such a Latin American conversation, right? <laughs> well, she has an iPhone 10 and she has the same, like, she says the same thing that most iPhone 10 users before the 11. The, most yeah. people before the iPhone 11 always say the same thing about halfway through the day. Do you have a charger? Does anyone have a charger? Does anyone? <laughs> so I just wireless charged it on the back of my S20 Ultra and it blew her mind. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So I think that with that, that, that would be our initial responses to the P40, P40 Pro, P40 Pro Plus. I'm excited for the glasses. I want to see more of them. I think that most people who don't understand why I would be excited for the glasses don't have bad vision like I do. So let's <laughs> just put it that way first. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I just turned 40, dude. I'm joining you very soon. Very soon. <laughs> I, it's I funny. Mean, uh, it, Amazon Echo Frames. Funny. 
soon. It's funny. <laughs> oh, I saw that Fisher just got them. I yes. God, that's see. That's the only thing I hate about not being in New York. So many, so many things that have been shipping. Like my my you know my V sixty shipped to my apartment, and I I'm here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't yeah. claim it. So you're gonna you're gonna help me out with that video. Yes. Next um, week is gonna be like just as much as you see Jaime. You're gonna be seeing me. Like we're gonna hit the ground good, running next good, week. Good. 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 <laughs> I love it. But yeah, no. I listen. I is. Can I tell you to buy a P40, P40, you know, any P40 series without Google Play? I'm not, you know, we can't just sit here and, and, and avoid the obvious. Obviously, if you're an average user, it's hard for me to sit here and, yeah, I'm like, yeah, buy it, but then you won't have Google Maps. You won't have a lot of the services that, that have become ubiquitous. It's very difficult for us to recommend it. Um, but regardless, is it a good phone if we remove all that? Oh, yeah, I'm sure it is. I mean, yeah. I shoot, the Mate 30 Pro is great. The P30, like, dude, I, I, I still love my P30 Pro, which was the last phone with Google Play. Oh, there you go. Does it still? It still uh, works, right? Of course. Okay. Yeah, because the support of is course. still there, right? They didn't take it away from retroactively. They can't. They can't take it retroactively. So mm. you know, the phone's got all Google Play. It's got everything. And I, dude, the phone is so snappy. It's a year old, and it feels like new. It looks like new. Like I even wonder why. Com- like companies have done such a good job with design that I love what uh, Samsung is doing, where they kept the S10. Like if you ask me what design do I like about, uh, do I like more the S20 or the S10? I love the S10. The mm-hmm. S10 Plus for me was my favorite design of last year. Yeah. Um, it was so light. It looks so fancy. And dude, the P30 Pro, it looks fancy. It still looks like a good phone right now. It doesn't look obsolete. It doesn't look like a phone from last year is what I mean. Exactly. Know, it doesn't look outdated. And it's not and like so, it's not like Samsung actually said that's done for. They're still selling it. And they've actually yeah, just they're updated still selling. it. Yeah. 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 Well, I haven't gotten the update yet, but yeah. Same. I don't even have an update on the S20 Ultra yet. I'm still waiting for that. Neither. Nobody, like, I have another comparison to do. I want to do it against Pixel, but I don't, I'm like, do I do it? Like, I need to do it now, but I don't know if I can do it because I still haven't received the update. And I'm like, well, that's actually a good argument for the video. It's like, I would love to tell you how this camera performs with the update, but nobody has it yet because, like, why? Like, why? What is, what is the science that why can't companies get this right? Companies want to compete with Apple. Companies really are like, we have a better product. Why can't you do a better job with your software, damn it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just do a better job. Just get it done. I love that movie Fury when they're in the tank and they're and the guy's like, I don't want to do it. And the guy's just like, do your job. Just do your job. <laughs> I'm like, that's exactly what I want to tell companies. I'm like, you, if you are in the market of making phones, can you please just get your damn software updates, man? Come on. Yeah, indeed. Um, uh, on that topic a little bit. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and tell the audience, uh, those of you watching right now, get your questions ready. We're going to take one tiny little break, the last one, and we'll get into the Q&A session. Uh, okay, so let's go ahead and pop into the break for a sec. You know, honestly, I think this wasn't a bad idea. I, I do <laughs> miss doing... So here's the thing, uh, viewers, listeners. We really liked doing uh, the podcast on video on YouTube, but there are two problems. The first one is just YouTube, just the way it is. Uh, we started, like, though, because those videos were so long and our audience wasn't as big as for the daily or for every other video, the fact that we were doing those videos with such a low audience retention would impact the rest of the channel, and we just couldn't grow the channel. Uh, so that, that was one of the biggest problems. 
And then the second one was, it's just Google Hangouts is like the worst thing <laughs> ever. It's like so bad, so, so bad. Yeah. And, and like you, you should see like every time we would set up the podcast, and then Josh was like, oh, the connection broke. Oh, now we don't have audio. Now you don't have audio. Now the <laughs> other guest doesn't have audio. It's like, screw it. Screw it. I'm done with this. I'm yeah. doing this. And uh, let me see. Pixel 4a after Google I.O. canceled. Dude, we don't know. We hope not. But mm -hmm. we don't know. Uh, there was one other we person don't. earlier. Rahi13 did ask, what about Pixel 4a? I guess that we can answer that by saying, how excited are you for a new A version of the Pixel? Oh, man. I Me? Yeah. It's not that I love the Pixel 3a. Uh, it's not that I adored it. It was just good. <laughs> But it, it, it wasn't the phone that you were going to replace the current daily driver for. But, you know, and, and here's the problem. Like, I, you remember that they gave us two units, right? So we went mm -hmm. to Google I.O. And, you know, they gave us one. And then <laughs> when they did a dinner, they were like, you could go grab another one. And I was like, <laughs> grab. So I, <laughs> I went over and I grabbed. So I, I, I originally asked for the small one and then I grabbed the larger one. And so Diego actually kept the small, the larger one, the, the mm. 3A uh, Plus or whatever the, the name was. Dude, so he adored it until he dropped it. He yeah. dropped it once. Once. With the case and the screen died. It didn't just that shatter. Sucks. It died. It died. So for those of you asking for the durability test of Dragon Trail, yeah, that's, that's as much as we can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a funny story about that particular I.O., especially since we're thinking of, like, you know, simpler times than we are right now. Um, uh -huh. I could have... I was actually in town the morning that I.O. started. I was there. Mm -hmm. I drove, uh, I think, TK around because we had just gotten another... Uh, I, we had, we had I think it was an honor uh, meeting earlier that day. And oh, yeah. I drove a few people around and I actually brought them to IO and all that. And I was standing in the registration area doing IG stories like, hey, look, there's a registration area. And a bunch of people are like, oh, you're going to be there? And I'm like, no, I didn't get an invite. I didn't register. <laughs> and everyone was like, you should have just like pressed them. Like, I'm here. I could go. And then what happened was I flew back from San Jose that like an hour after I did that IG story. And then the Pixel 4A, uh, Pixel 3A was announced. I went straight to Best Buy and bought it. And that was how I was able to do my content on it. So what's funny is I could have I could have gone, uh, but of course this year's we don't even get IO whatsoever. Um, Dude, it's so bad, man. Yeah. You know, I under I understand the reasons. Like I I find it funny whenever I get like comments and it's like, yeah, you're being insensitive to the whole COVID nineteen thing. It's like it's not that I'm being insensitive. I want to be in my damn event because it's just so cool. Like we had such a great time. It was such a great experience. And come on, guys, you guys love the content, so you can't. We have withdrawal pains. I'll call it that. That's what we yeah. feel. Like we wish we were there. And so, you know, what can I say? I just, I wish we, I wish the event was going. I wish we were there. We're not. You know, that's just the way it is, man. Yeah, indeed. Um, so a couple of people asking, uh, we can't really say too much about the Xiaomi stuff. I'm trying to, because like, I know that they did a little bit of news earlier on, but to be honest, I, I don't really know a whole lot about what's going on. Apparently there's a price yeah. jump on the on the Xiaomi flagship and I... I mean, if there is and it's substantial and it makes it closer to like S20 Ultra status, that's going to be a big bummer, at least for me, because I'm used to Xiaomi being very affordable. I but don't think so. I don't it's think not so. that high, right? It can't be that high. Um, it can't be that yeah. high. I'm looking okay, into so, the news right now. Okay. So here's, here's the question that I really wanted to ask, because I personally am 
this is the problem when you're home and you can just like look at all of the stuff that's being put out there uh tech reviews product reviews even like food content i've been watching so much of it it makes you want to buy things (laughs) and retail therapy is huge right now so i will channel a few people who are asking who did ask in the previous chat or asking right now just channeling it through me i've never owned an ipad what should should i get this one (laughs) yes get it (laughs) i i want to go for the 11 inch though i don't want the bigger pro all right yeah get it and and do a review for us why not (laughs) (laughs) because i can't okay so here's the story i am about to do a video on i was going to do the after the buzz assuming that this was going to get announced on march 31st so i had that after the buzz plan for this weekend to go live before March 31st when was the rumor for the event. And then boom, out of the blue, it gets announced. So, you know, and now you can buy it. And I can't, I couldn't pull the video earlier. And, you know, I, you know, I, I was talking to Brandon and, you know, Brandon's watching and, and I was like, all right, I'm going to put my order in this and that. And I'm like, wait a second. I don't know when I'm going to fly back to New York. Yeah. So when am I going to be able to claim it? I won't. Like, I don't know when I'm going to be able to claim it. That's just it. I don't. Um, but then the other problem is, if you have last year's iPad Pro, what are the differences? Hmm. Uh, that Got camera it. that nobody uses, the A12Z, which is, what's the difference between the X and the Z? Just a more powerful GPU, but not by much. It's already been benchmarked. Uh, you, get two more gigs, you get two more gigs of RAM, mm-hmm. uh, but it, uh, if you didn't get the one terabyte last year, which the, the two years ago, sorry, the one terabyte, and then absolutely everything else is the same the same it is the same product and so I'm, I'm like even wondering why do why does this product exist and so i was like i can't do an after the buzz anymore and i'm like you know what no i'm gonna do it it's gonna go live this weekend and it's gonna be like if you here's the thing should you buy it or should you go for the last year model well the 2018 model you know there's really nothing wrong about my iPad right now. Like, uh, and then there's the rumor that the 2020 model is still going to, there's still going to be a mini LED variant that's going to launch end of this year. Rumor, which I don't trust any rumors now because like, we don't know what's going to happen in the tech, in the tech space for the next couple of months. Like everything is weird. Yeah. Everything is weird. So, so Josh, if you don't have an iPad, okay. It's hilarious. The iPad I would totally buy, like, on a heartbeat, that I love to death is the iPad mini. Because I, I do need the Apple Pencil, and I need the most compact iPad I can buy. And so wait for my video this weekend, and I'll tell you the things I don't like about this iPad, <laughs> this design of the iPad, the iteration as it is. Because I've been using iPad Pros. Like, I have the 12-inch variant here, actually. It's my secondary. It's literally, I use this with Sidecar on the Mac. Oh, nice. I use the, dude, this is the first generation 12.9 inch iPad Pro and it works like a champ. It still works like new, still works like new, you mm-hmm. know? And so that's, that's like shocking. Um, and so that's the thing, like iPads don't really age much. That's true. iPads, um, iPads just don't really age much. Now, I just keep looking I, at the, oh, sorry, go ahead. I, so here's the thing. The reason why I still want to get this new iPad is because I use iPads for work. Like for me, an iPad is not a leisure content consumption tablet. No. For me, an iPad is my notepad. I am Mm -hmm. literally working with my computer 
I have my secondary monitor, which sometimes is an iPad, but then I will have my 11-inch model as a little notepad on the desk with Microsoft OneNote open and Apple Pencil accessible to me. And I will like, if I'm literally in a conference call or if I'm, I, I'm taking a phone call or whatever, I am jotting down notes right there. I've been doing that since 20 years ago when I started working. I will literally write everything down in notes and then I will use those notes for whatever. And if you use apps like Microsoft OneNote, you can do that every day. And so for me, an iPad is like that notepad with the advantage that it's digital, that I can also read books on it and watch movies. And so for me, my the way it works for me is I am literally scripting. I script everything, you know, sometimes on that iPad with the keyboard, which by the way, the keyboard is trash. Like I would, I would not, I would not recommend that you buy that. Uh, you'll see my video. I don't recommend that you buy the smart keyboard. Mm. I also don't recommend you pay three hundred, three hundred dollars for the other one. But like, I would rather you get a bridge keyboard. There's the bridge keyboard, which is metallic, and it it also has trackpad, and it's like two hundred and something bucks. I'm not saying it's worth it, but I would rather buy that bridge keyboard than Apple's Apple's keyboards because of their material. Their material does not age well. It does not. It looks all flashy and it looks yucky. And then it and, and then the keys, they create so many smudges on the display. It's like, oh God. Like you, like you have a magnet for the Apple. So you have a magnet for the Apple Pencil. In the past, the, the smart uh, covers would provide, would clean the screen. They, they, they had this material that would clean the screen every time you would close it. I wish that mater- that keyboard would do that. It does not. And so it looks yucky all the damn time. Don't spend money on that. Buy the iPad, buy the Apple Pencil 2, yes, that, and then get the bridge keyboard. Bridge keyboard, okay. That's the thing, though. You, the just, bridge- you, just, you just touched on a point that I wanted to make, though. Was like, as I kept looking at the 11-inch iPad Pro, which I think is um, $799. But then in order to get all these other accessories, it's going to end up being like $1,100. So that's the reason why so I was like, do I really want this? <laughs> no, no, you don't. You, like, you need it if, like, like, for us, we travel a lot. Yeah. We travel a lot, and so I watch my, like, I would never watch, I wouldn't be caught dead watching a movie on an airplane screen. They're so bad. It's like, wait a second, you're telling me that this plane is $40, billion, $40 million. Like, an A320 is like $40, $38 million. That's the price of the plane. And this is the best you could do for a damn screen? I'm like, seriously? Yeah, that's like, true. Like, they're so bad sometimes. Then you'll eventually learn that there are different tiers for how you buy, what kind of a, what kind of a TFT screen. They literally look like ATM screens, man. They're so bad. <laughs> they're so, so bad. Um, and like, but yeah. Um, so battery life aside, though, like, your whole situation, you're the, actually the person that um, you and I think Fisher in particular were the ones who... Um, inspired me to embrace that particular lifestyle of having a smaller screen compared to like your desktop or laptop computer for mainly just writing. Um, so it's a tablet in a keyboard with a, in your case, bad, but in my case, a decent keyboard. I already have a Surface Pro X. So like... Do- okay, but the Surface, the Sur- I have the Surface Pro X. The problem is it's 13 inches. And so yeah, uh, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. That keyboard with the Apple Pencil and with the iPad Pro 11 fit perfectly on the Peak Design Sling 6, the mm. 6 liter. And so why do you think I wanted that 6 liter so bad? Because I'm like, <laughs> yes, yes, now I can... Dude, I literally did CES, the whole CES. I remember, Just with yeah. an iPad Pro 11 inch 
and with my GH5, a spare lens, microphone, everything in my, in my Sling 6, and then that Peak Design tripod. That was me. And then Diego was carrying the MacBook Pro with uh, the, the G85 as the backup camera, everything on the other bag. And that's how we did CES. This has been the lightest CES I have ever done because of that combination. And so here's the thing, and I tell this to everybody, just like smartwatches, you don't need an iPad. You, you will not be able to replace, like is a Surface Pro X better than an iPad Pro? Yes and no. Technically it is Windows, but it's not. It's yeah. like a Chromebook. You have to understand, it's like a Chromebook. Like the other day I tried to install a Nord, uh, what did I try to install? Nord, uh, I VPN? tried to install Nord, no, NordLocker. Oh, and Nord. so Nord, NordVPN works, but then NordLocker doesn't have a Win32 app. And so mm -hmm. it's all in Win64. Win and if you don't have a 64-bit app, it just, it won't work. Yeah. Whereas on the iPad, you kind of don't deal with that. It's literally just, you can you can only install everything that's on the App Store. But then because this is the platform that's most supported by by all companies like there are apps that are exclusive to iPad like if you want to get Photoshop to like well not not Photoshop but there are certain Adobe apps that just don't work on Windows Snapdragon they just don't mm -hmm. um, whereas they have variants for the iPad Microsoft Office works almost perfectly on iPad like there are certain things like there are certain types of pivot charts that don't work but now with that whole trackpad support dude yeah. like I really like using it. You just have to understand. You won't be able to edit a video. You won't be no. able to do so many things. So would I buy an iPad Pro over a MacBook Air if that's going to be my only computing device? No. I would rather yeah. buy a MacBook Air. Okay, oh, so yeah. there you go. That actually answers a couple of the questions. Like, would you rather get the the Mac Air compared to the iPad Pro? And I, and I oh, agree with no, you there. No, no, no. No, So if, if you're a student, if you're a student... If you're uh like if you need an iPad and you're a student and you're on a tight budget, buy the entry level iPad. It supports Apple. You can buy any keyboard. Any Bluetooth keyboard will work with it, and it'll cost you sixty bucks on Amazon. Any Bluetooth keyboard, Apple Pencil one works with it, and the screen is good enough. Like there's no such thing as an Apple product with a bad screen. There's none. None mm. of them. They're all they're all good enough. Like, you know, you just go to the iPad Pro and you get P3 color gamut. But, but if you're not into like Photoshop editing or like, you know, precision color, which we are, like we're, mm -hmm. we have to do professional work with those screens, we do need P3. But the average consumer does not. And so it's what I tell people, like if you really want an iPad, just go buy the $320 one, buy yourself a $60 keyboard, buy the Apple Pencil, and there, you're gonna pay, you're gonna spend $450 and you have yourself set up, that iPad is good enough. And then mm -hmm. buy yourself a MacBook Air. Cause that, like I do recommend you buy a MacBook Air. That is like the best laptop for the average consumer. And then everybody's gonna be like, wait a second, what about the Asus and the, and the HP? And No, no. If you looked for any competitor laptop that's fully made of aluminum with a backlit keyboard, with that quality of a display, try to find one for $9.99 that's mm. not a Mac. Try to find, because here's the thing, you'll find a ton of 1080p displays. You'll find a ton of 1080p displays for that price. But if you wanted to buy that Surface Pro X right now, what's the price? It's like 14 I think. <laughs> how, how much storage? 128 uh, gigs. Yeah. 
So MacBook Air, right now you can get it for 950 bucks on sale on Amazon already. You're getting 256 gigs, eight gigs of RAM. You're getting a good screen, terrible webcam, finally a good keyboard, best trackpad on the market, great battery life. Go, go, fine, tell you what, give me one, just give me one computer that costs $9.99, that's not a Mac, that has Thunderbolt 3. Give me one, just one, just put me, give me one computer with Thunderbolt I... 3, and this one, and this one brings two. Okay, fair. The two is a good one, but I think the XPS 13, the new one does. Doesn't it have Thunderbolt? It has one port. has oh, one, one port. port. One port, yeah. But it has Thunderbolt is what I'm saying. <laughs> one port. Okay, that's one fair. Port. And, and, and if you wanted to charge that thing with a Thunderbolt 3, you can't because of the voltage. So a lot of people don't understand, like Apple has this like little play where they play around with the voltage of the Mac just to be able to use that Thunderbolt 3 port to be able to charge the computer fully. And so, oh, and then you if you go 1299, it is a quad core processor, dude. All you have to do is connect any GPU to that thing and you can edit video. Mm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see what else we got here. We got some people coming in. Oh, well, okay. Quick, quick uh, response to this one. How are those iPad? Uh, iPad. How are those AirPods? Ah, how are those AirPods Pro, Jaime? <laughs> oh man, this is gonna sound really bad. I don't know if you saw my video of uh, of AirPods AirPod alternatives, where I was like, "Don't buy the AirPods. Don't like AirPods. The originals." are the worst, most expensive earbuds ever. The worst, do not spend the dime on them. AirPods Pro, I am like, crap, they're so good, man. <laughs> it's, it's so bad, it's so bad, because there are so many reasons. I already told you the problems I'm having with my display on the iPhone. I mm. wanna stop using the iPhone, but then I can't stop using these AirPods Pro, man. Like, dude, I have been on flights, and I'm, I used to be on a plane all the time, you know that. <laughs> dude, and I have my Bose 700s, mm -hmm. and I would put them beside the AirPods Pro, and the noise canceling is almost as good. And don't give me the don't give me the Sony's, the handful Sony's. Don't give me those. I have two pairs. They like their fit is just they're clunky. The pair is the the fit is horrible. They're large. You can't put that in your pocket. Oh, you mean uh, the um, you mean the earbuds, right? The earbuds, and then okay. the fit is just terrible. Yeah, I agree with that. The, the The ergonomics of the Sony's are not quite there, which make the AirPods Pro easier to actually get that noise cancellation. But I wouldn't say that the noise cancellation is close to the Bose 700s. I just can't agree it with is. you there. It is. I can't. It I, is. I, I, I did it not is. feel that way at all. It is. It is. You know. You know. You know. You know. You know what the noise canceling reminds me of? So hmm. the 700s are not as aggressive, but you remember the QC 35s. Yes. So the you remember the first time you put those Q, QC 35s on when they when you activated noise cancellation and they created this like suction in your ear that felt so weird you had never experienced that before. That's how those air. So the AirPods Pro adapt to the environment. And mm -hmm. so if you're on a plane and it's very noisy and you turn on noise cancellation, it feels like if you're being sucked out of the room. It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird, but it's that good. Like, dude, I have been on so many flights ever since these things came out, and they're in my pocket all the time. It's just you can't beat the portability. The battery life is not That's as great, true. though. Mm -hmm. You can't, you, like, you just can't beat the portability. And so are they better than my Jabra Elite 85Hs? No, they're not. 
Um, like those jobbers for me are at the top of the food chain when it comes to noise canceling and like the quality of audio versus noise canceling ratio. Like, you know, I tried the Marshalls. Those are on the low end. Um, I love the Marshalls, but they're, they're a little tinny. The Sonys are like that good blend. And then my favorite from a portability size and fit is always going to be the Bose, the Bose 700s. But then if I had to pick, I, I could perfectly leave. If, if I didn't have to do flights to, you know, long haul flights, I would never use over the ears. The only reason I use them is when it's winter. It's winter oh. and they become my ear, they're, they're my earmuffs. Yeah. But once the winter's over, they go back to the box. I still, and it's AirPods I still, Pro. I still enjoy having them for, for traveling though, because I don't know. I feel like I, okay, as a person who falls asleep very easily on a plane, uh, I fall asleep easier with the headphones rather than the earbuds. Just personally, that's just been my, because it's warm. <laughs> yeah. to, to your point, it's warm. I, um, I can't I, fall asleep with any of that, man. Yeah. I remember when uh, we the, went to uh, India, I was asleep uh, every flight and you were still awake. <laughs> I remember that. That was so funny. Oh, oh, oh man. Uh, so we we're getting a question. Uh, I've heard that they only last two hours. No. Like, uh, how long have we been podcasting? And mm-hmm. and they're, they're still going. Like, no, they don't last two hours. They're actually longer. Obviously, here's the thing. Like, if you... I remember that I was talking to people from Jabra and they asked me, like, what is it that you like about those AirPods so much? It's hilarious, but I switch the noise cancellation off a lot. Mm. And if you switch it off, they have the best pass-through ratio that I've ever heard on, on earbuds. Whereas other headphones do it, but they use the microphones. They're not open back like these are. Yes, Whereas these like are all they all they do is just open the air vent. Whereas <laughs> yeah. others, they will simulate the audio from the outside. And so these feel like if you've got nothing in your head, whereas those, the audio feels fake. And so I literally turn the ANC off a lot when I'm in like this on a phone call or anything. It just feels so natural. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it just, uh, oh, and, and the, the next question is, does ANC affect sound quality? No. No, no it doesn't. If anything, you it know, makes you it, feel a little bit more immersed into the actual music or the audio that you're listening to. Okay, so they're they're asking Galaxy Buds Plus or AirPods Pro, AirPods Pro, but but there there's like a hundred dollar price difference, dude. Like so, also the like battery if life on the Buds Plus, it's like that's eleven full hours. Oh yeah, no no no. Yeah. So here's the thing: like if you're on a budget, get get those Buds Plus. It's just like from a quality of audio perspective, there I can't say that one's better than the other. It's just AirPods are. A bit louder and and they have ANC whereas the Buds Plus don't yeah uh, it's more passive on the Buds Plus uh, and there's another thing I don't like about the Buds Plus and it's the controls like if you're trying if you're in the gym and you're jumping around and I want to forward a tracker back or I just want to reaccommodate the earbuds in my ear because the touch is capacitive oh dude like I'm trying to accommodate them and boom it skips the track or if you're in, you're in like a really cold environment, the, the, the humidity will sometimes trigger the button. And so that's the reason why. Mm-hmm. I love that Apple moved into the like having to press the thing. Like, a little pinch. So it, yeah. Yeah, that pinch actually works because, you know, it's one, of the, it's one of the reasons why I don't like that capacitive uh, control. And it's why I love those Jabra Elite 85Hs because the button, you have to press buttons. And that's the reason why I like Jobber to work out over Galaxy Buds. But dude, like if you're looking for in-ear, long-lasting earbuds, Galaxy Buds Plus, nobody beats them. Nothing and also, beats them. 
to the point of pass-through, the Buds Plus actually have really good pass-through. Also, they just don't have that vent. Uh, so that it, They don't have the, the vent. It's like a and texture it's, thing. It's not, it's not natural. And so yeah. it's not natural. But the, the, you can hear uh, a lot. Uh, you can hear a lot. Yeah. Another question is, if you had to choose which is better, Galaxy Fold or Z Flip? Oh, oh, that's 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 bad. That's that's a bad question. Um, all right. So uh, Z Flip. <laughs> fine. Okay. What are we all using? We're all using the Z Flip one because we didn't get. Actually, we all bought our units. We didn't get units. <laughs> like we got our units for twenty four hours and then we had to send them back. Yeah. Um, and so it's hilarious that Sam. We ended up like buying so many of them. So here's the thing. No, you don't need a foldable phone. No, no one you does. Don't, you don't. No, and and it and it, it adds like if you ha- if you're willing to shell the money for this and buy a smartwatch, then buy it. The Z Flip. The problem with the Galaxy Fold is the idea of having a foldable tablet is a good idea. You know what the problem mm-hmm. is that it's a very bad phone. As a phone, it's terrible because. Like that outer screen is unusable. It's completely unusable, and particularly if you're multilingual, because you do have swipe functionality on the Samsung keyboard, but then that Samsung keyboard is not, it's very bad multilingual. You have to be switching languages. So if you mm. wanted to use a third party application like SwiftKey, which does do the split screen when you open it, when you close it, that remains split on the outside. And so it's just, it's, it's, it's hilarious because it's two separate launchers. One outside, one inside. It's, 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 just, it's just the the Fold is such a good tablet. It's such a very bad phone. And so if they launch Fold 2 with a larger outer screen, so and I get that mentality that, you know, somebody told me, no, it's because they're inviting you to open it. And I'm like, try to open that damn thing on 42nd Street in New York as you're walking down Times Square for whatever reason, and you're trying to commute to a meeting or whatever, you realize the last thing you're going to want to do when you're carrying a backpack or you're carrying something in your hand, you don't want to open the damn thing. You can't just stop, put your bag down, open the damn phone, yep. and, and like, no. You can't open it no. one-handed. You can't even get that thing open one-handed. No. You can't use it well one-handed. It's, yeah. no. it's not the it's, most it's, portable it's, device. And so I'm like, this is the, this is the phone you want to... like. How often do you use a tablet, Josh? Nope, how often never do. do people use tablets? Very little. And so, yep. no, I think that they failed on the basic principle. It needs to be a good phone first. Mm-hmm. And then once you figure out the phone part, you can add the tablet element if you want. Yes. Um, yeah, the whole tablet idea, like I, I was never quite sold on it. I agree that having that larger display makes some things more fun, but they did a much better job with the flip at making this fold, this folding mechanism actually work for you. And I'll I'll give you one example right now that actually works really well in this whole quarantine lifestyle we're living right now, video calls. There's literally no way to get a comfortable view on the Galaxy Fold when you're talking to someone remotely. I can tell you that would not be easy to do with the with the IG Live we're doing right now. But with this, I could put this down and actually tilt it up and get yeah. that call done effectively. Not with the phone. Which I ra- which I rarely do. But here's the thing. I'm going to put you an example <laughs> I'm in right L- here. I'm in a long-distance relationship. so <laughs> I, I'm going to give you an example right here. Look at this. This is the Ultra. It's huge. And it's not just that it's big from a tall perspective. It's thick. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to pocket this thing, it's it's uncomfortable. Like if you've got thick legs like I do, this is a problem. It just is. So here's the reason why the Z Flip matters. Let me extend this thing. 
let me put it side by side with the Ultra. It is literally exactly the same height. It just has more bezels. And so that's the reason why it's slightly smaller. But it's it's actually it's not a bad phone. I um I don't know. I it's not my favorite. I hate having to flip it open and flip it closed, but then I like having a smartwatch and getting my notifications there because the outer screen on this thing is just unusable. Yeah, it's, it's just not, this. It's not I, very useful at all, honestly. I'm getting a text message that I need to answer, so do me a favor. Keep with the Q&A. Give me a second while I do this. Sure. Um, to anybody out there who might have a couple more questions, we're actually going to call it soon on the on the episode. There's one final question that I end every episode with. You might know it. But there is one question here. I have the iPhone X. Uh, should I upgrade my cell? I would say yes, uh, mainly because of battery life issues. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, mainly because the, iPhone, of the iPhone 10. Oh, that was like the worst. Mm-hmm. Like I would, I would not even go iPhone 10, 11 Pro. I would go iPhone 11, dude. You get the 11. Fine, yeah. You're battery fine. Life, oh, your battery life is going to be way better, and I think that's the number one thing that I recommend people do it for. Not just that, dude. The bat, the camera on the uh, on the 10 was trash. True. Like the camera on the 10 was terrible. It was not good at all. I would highly recommend you get the 11. Oh my god, like the 11 is miles better than the 10. Mm. Miles better than the 10, miles better than the 10s, even. All right, oh, let's yeah. see what else we got. Um, let's see. Someone said that they used the S20 Ultra for 14 days, then returned it. Liked the premium feel, but decided to keep the Note 10 Plus. I, I, you know what? I have to say, if you have the Note 10 Plus, even the Note 10, uh, if you are the kind of person that prioritizes smaller phones like I do, but the Note 10 Plus was already such a fantastic phone that the things that were added to the S20 Ultra might not really make that upgrade seem like the, what is it, the $400 or the $300 upgrade that it seems to be. Because let's put it this way, they call it Space Zoom. How often are you taking pictures of the moon? Probably not that often. So you don't have to pay the extra if you have a Note 10 Plus already. What's your opinion on the Oppo Find X2 Pro? Oh, man. It was such a good idea. Such a good idea. I love that leather back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just so disappointed at the selfie video. It's like... Yes. That's 100% I'm like, it. I'm like... God, I really... like. I look at it and I'm just thinking of myself like that scene of Obi-Wan Kenobi where he's like, you were the chosen one. <laughs> you were the one that was supposed to bring balance to the Force. Give me a periscopic phone that doesn't feel like a behemoth, please, damn it. But no, they need to fix that selfie video. It's it's That's it's a great phone and everything else. Yes, it is. It is. A, it's a fantastic device so far. I've been actually gaming with it quite a bit, and I love it. Um, why is the front-facing camera usually the Achilles heel? I don't know, dude. Like, why isn't that these companies can get it right, and then Apple is just like obliterating everybody in their selfie game, which is hilarious because like two generations ago, iPhone selfie photos were terrible. So this this is the this is the reason why I, I'm so disappointed at so many companies. I was like, come on, guys, you guys have been ahead of Apple so much, and then Apple launches the iPhone 11 and it just eats everybody up. Just mm-hmm. ate everybody up. I'm like, you guys were years ahead of Apple in photography and so many things. And then you, they, you just got beat up by Apple with the 11. Like, why was that so bad? And then they're like, I'm being asked, am I, am I in Guatemala or in New York? I'm in Honduras. I wish I was in Guatemala right now. Uh, opinion on the, the OnePlus McLaren. Opinion on OnePlus McLaren. Uh, my video just went live yesterday, dude. Please watch it. Uh, I Is that love the short- that phone. Is that the shorthand for Guatemala? Is Guatemala? Guate, yeah, we just that's the way we call it. 
Oh, okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's it's just the short for it. I wish we had better Android Wear options, Scott. You and the world. Fossil yeah. is okay, but Apple Watch is great, and the same goes for tablets, dude. I, you know, I, I don't understand Google, man. Like, what is it that they need? And you know, for me, it's Wear OS is its own dumpster fire on its own. It's just I'm like, you guys work out, man, because your Google Fit services are literally made for kids. Like, they are ridiculously bad. Like, forget it. Like, unusable. Like, no thank you. And thank you thank you guys for the update. Okay, iPhone 12. All right. Is the iPhone 12 really going notchless? We have no way to know. Dude. Who knows? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Okay, Note 10 Plus or iPad with Apple Pencil? Okay, this is a good question. I use OneNote 100% of the day, all the time. And you know what the biggest problem is? I need OneNote to be better on Android. I wish that I could use my, I, like I pulled out the Pixel Slate the other day to try to use it, and OneNote continues to be this like crippled version, whereas on iPad, it's as good as on Windows. And so for me, honestly, dude, I'd take an iPad mini with Apple Pencil, and that's it. Like if you're on a budget, go iPad mini. I, I, like, don't get me wrong, I love the Note 10 Plus, but for me, stylus input has a lot to do with OneNote. And so it, it's about one stupid app, but it's an app that enables what I do. So probably for you, your use case scenario would be different and you're fine, but that's just me. Which phone has the better camera quality? Oh my God, that's... that's Which, is oh. that the one, the S20 versus Pixel, right? Is that the one? That's the thing, like, uh, okay. Let's just, wait for the software update. Fair, but at the same time, like, you have to ask yourself, not only is quality, but also usage. Like, are you going to use the wide? Are you going to use the zoom? Are you going to use a better selfie camera? Because that's just... That, that's something you should ask yourself. The S20 Ultra just gives you more, but the Pixel 3a from that one sensor puts out more high-quality photos uh, on average just from that one sensor. If, I, if you just look at that one focal length is what I'm saying. Okay. if For anything that's not 10x zoom, I would pick an iPhone 11 Pro. <laughs> Fair. That wasn't in the question, though, Jaime. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Are you going with those? Oh, yeah, we could do the, these IGs regularly. I mean, why not? I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. This is actually really cool. And this uh, would be a what good opportunity about... for us to like all connect during this social distancing era, right? So, <laughs> honestly, I really like it. Like, I'm, I'm uh, yeah. Let's do this more often. Uh, get you some bigger pants, like seriously, dude. And he's got this like Hulk, he's got this like Hulk leader image. I'm like, really? From the guy that tears pants every single time. <laughs> uh, e has joined the chat. He actually says, "Oh no, no then let's let's close the call right now." No, E has joined. No, let's get out of here. I By disagree way. all the time. You owe me 50 push-ups, damn it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, I don't know. I do have one more. I do have one more question for you. It's the one that I end every episode on because we are going to call it. It's almost half an hour that we've been doing this Q&A. Um, this is how I end every episode now. Jaime, what is in your pocket now? What is in my pocket now? Z Flip. Yep. So Z Flip, Z -flip and um, but no, I'm actually working on another comparison with Ultra. Um, hold on. I'm working, but that's me. What about you? For me right now, actually, I would, right now I'm between, I'm finishing up the reviews, uh, but but this isn't, this isn't just about what work we're doing. I just want to highlight these two phones because there are things that I appreciate about it. First of all, Oppo Reno 3 Pro. I'm working on the review for it this weekend, um, and all of these things that I'm talking about, you'll see next week on Pocket Now. Oppo Reno 3 Pro. I have to actually 
I have to highlight one thing about this phone, and that's its form factor. This is a very comfortable phone to use, and really? it's not. It's a very comfortable phone. Like just just a little bit less screen makes all the difference for somebody like me that likes one handed usage to be prioritized. When you compare that to something like the V sixty, <laughs> this is a huge oh my God. phone. Oh like, my come god! Come on, no. no li- Listen, I had just come from like we had we were all carrying our ultras when we went into the briefing of the of the V60, mm-hmm. and I just walk in and I look at that thing and I'm like, wow, this is big. And then I see the dual display case and yes. I'm like, oh, Where this is, is bigger. I'm trying to find oh, out where mine is. It's over there somewhere. But yeah, once you put it in the case, like that's the size of this experience just exponentially increases. And I will say this though. What a lot of, just like our point that we were making, or rather my point that I was making about the Z Flip, about making the fold work for you, I actually think that the dual screen case is yet another example of making the fold work for you. Because I use it to watch YouTube while it's on the on a table, sitting up and all that. Easy way for me to actually do some stuff and also multitasking. It's not a tablet. I want everyone to know right now, don't be looking at the V60 with the dual screen and thinking you're going to get anything close to a tablet experience. No, don't even try it's, 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 a, it's, it's a different approach. Yes. Like, But here's the thing. LG has been so aggressive about the pricing. Like, If you're looking for an 865 with a good camera, 5G. and you get the case, and you, 5G, and you get the case in the box, it's like, this is the cheapest way to go. Mm-hmm. Like right think, now, like it, it, wait, wait, wait. So this is funny. I, I just realized something. We've been calling OnePlus the flagship killer, and LG is pricing everything less than OnePlus. Have you noticed that? <laughs> I I didn't think about it until just now. Yeah. Huh. And <laughs> thought about that. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. Here's the here's a point that I made, and I think I asked Nick about this last week. Is the V60 ThinQ? Let's say you get this. Without the dual screen case, I think it's like what seven hundred. Is this not the cheapest five G phone right now? I I don't. What's the price? Did they announce the price? Isn't it seven seven ninety nine? I think if you get it on T Mobile in particular, then it would be the cheapest one. Yeah. So anybody out there who might actually be able to get five G in your area, I I still get spotty coverage here. But yeah. Like, this is the cheapest 5G phone out there, so maybe you can consider it that way if you want 5G. Um, okay, I think that should pretty much do it. Um, I We want to thank everybody for being here, uh, friends all over the world. Uh, I hope everybody is staying safe. Um, hopefully you had a good time kicking it with us, whether you're watching the IG live or listening to the audio podcast and yeah, let's, with let's, this- let's do this. Let's do this next, next Friday. I'm really liking this. Why not? Yeah, let's We're do it. We're all nice locked in anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I do only wish that we could have more than just two people on an IG live, but I suppose I could do multiple sessions with people so we can get multiple people. Yeah, let's do that. Why not? Let's give it a all try. Right. Sounds good. So for the audio version of the podcast, I'm going to pop right into the outro. Follow Jaime on social media. You can find him on Twitter at Jaime underscore Rivera. And then over on Instagram, there's no underscore. It is at Jaime Rivera. You can follow me on social media as well. I am found on Twitter and Instagram at JVTechT. You know me, I'm JV. I love tech and I also love to drink me some tea. PocketNow is of course at PocketNow on all social media as well. As I mentioned in the intro, you're going to want to follow the Instagram profile of PocketNow. That way you can watch the IGTV version of these episodes. I wasn't able to do it this time around 
around is kind of a bummer, but that save button didn't show up on my IG live after we were done with the episode. Uh, so I'm going to try to figure out what happened there and have these IG lives ready for you on the IGTV side uh, in future episodes. Hopefully the upcoming one, I'll be able to make that happen. And then of course, you can head over to the YouTube channel. Uh, it is of course, youtube.com slash pocket now subscribe to it if you haven't already and also hit the bell on the side to keep up with everything that Jaime and I are doing on that channel. Our theme music and also the interludes are both done by an artist called Pinevolk in an album called Cell Division Music for Smartphones. The intro music is Smartphone and the interludes is called App Store. You can find it at staviasphere.bandcamp.com. And with all that said, thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you for spending some time with us, whether you are in the IG Live or if you're just listening to us here. Uh, thank you so much for spending some time with us. There are distractions all over the place, and Lord knows they're all needed right now. So we are happy that you chose us to hang out with. I hope everyone is staying inside as much as possible, staying safe, and of course, staying healthy. Take care of yourselves and each other, and we will see you in our next episode.